she's the inspiration behind starting the business. She was in an accident in 2015 and I almost lost her and I um, healed her and brought her back to life and has inspired this amazing thing. When I felt the loss of almost losing her, I knew like, okay, other people love their pets. They feel the same way. I need to do something that they can create or that I can create and they can have forever of their pets. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I'm talking to Nicole McKay of Augie Dog about creative ways to give back to animal rescues while growing your business. We talk about how she's volunteering with adoptable dogs and actually painting with the dogs, which is helping them find their forever families. Nicole also shares how a life-threatening accident with her dog, Augie, inspired her to create custom pet portraits in the first place so that pet parents can hold on to the memories of their beloved pets forever. Nicole's story and business are so inspiring that while we did this interview, we decided to host a virtual fundraising art paw tea. <laughs> Head over to my Instagram account at where wag repeat to find the details on that and get involved. Nicole McKay is a dog mom and community enthusiast. When she's not creating custom pet canvases, you can find Nicole volunteering on several committees and getting involved with local events. She is passionate about business and animals, and sharing stories of other people's pets really makes her heart sing. Her mission is to use her custom pet canvases to help empty the animal shelters. What an admirable goal. Hi, Nicole. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful, Tori. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I, you know, you've kind of been in the Werewag Repeat community, and so I'm excited to get to know you more. And um, and and this is going to be such a great episode because we're going to really be talking about how giving back to the community can help grow your business. And I think as pet business owners you know, we're so inspired by our pets and there's so many pets to help. And, you know, you kind of have to find the balance of what, what you can give back, but while still like profiting and, and running a business. So I'm really excited to talk about this with yes. you. Um, so, so tell us about Augie Dog and how you first got into creating custom pet canvases. Yes. Augie Dog, my goal is to create amazing art and to give back to animal rescues. So Augie Dog, you, we turn your pet photo into a one-of-a-kind masterpiece from abstracts that I paint, photos that I take, and of course your pet photo, it gets turned into a beautiful canvas. I got started. I Go love ahead. your artwork because it is kind of like a collage kind of yeah. element. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely vibrant, colorful, abstract, out of the ordinary. <laughs> um. And so what was the first pet that you did a portrait of? The first pet that I did a portrait of was actually Augie Dog, my nice. dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's the inspiration behind starting the business. She was in an accident in 2015 and I almost lost her. 
and I um, healed her and brought her back to life and has inspired this amazing thing. When I felt the loss of almost losing her, I knew like, okay, other people love their pets. They feel the same way. I need to do something that they can create or that I can create and they can have forever of their pets. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's really such a, like, you know, I ask people all the time, like, what was the like light bulb moment that you decided to start this and you have such a distinct story. And, and I think that that experience, like you said, almost losing her really makes you realize, you know, what it's like when they really, when they really do leave us, unfortunately. So my house is like a dog art museum. (laughs) I have so much dog art around here and I don't feel bad. I'm not sorry at all because yeah, you got to hold on to these memories forever. It's true. When I first came across your page, Tori, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pull these photos of Bert Lucy and I'm going to send her a canvas just, just randomly. And I was like, you know what? She probably has so much art. Like she doesn't. (laughs) she has so much fan art. No. Well, like, no, I should really be buying a canvas from you. You don't have to send me one. <laughs> I wanted to though, because I was like, you know, I just love them. They're so cute and adorable. And I just want to send her one because she needs to have an Augie dog too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I might have to add to my collection. Um, every single room has dog art in it. And um, I love it though. And, and everyone has different style. Like I even tried to kind of get into it myself with the watercolors last summer. I painted a watercolor portrait of Lucy, um, which I kind of cheated at a little bit because my friend um, who is an actual artist, like trade, she did the, like the base drawing kind of. Um, So I cheated a little bit, but I did all the painting and, um, and it's just, it is just really special to have this artwork around your house. So so people have kind of obviously found you and you've developed like your own audience and your own fan base. And so it's a huge service and like helping the community by by creating this artwork memorials um, for people with their pets. But another way that you give back is by doing a lot of kind of creative charity things. Um, and we were talking right before we hit record, you used to do PR for nonprofits yeah. So obviously helping charities and nonprofits is kind of in your heart. It is 100%. Yeah. So what are some of the, what are some of the things that you do um, locally or, or maybe nationally? I'm not sure. Yeah. Locally, it hasn't gone nationally yet. I'm waiting for that road trip to start because it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. So, but what I do locally, um, I spend a lot of time at the shelters volunteering there. I go and walk the dogs and then I came up with this awesome idea to paint with the dogs. So I, everyone's seen the tic-tac trend, right? Where you put the paint on the canvas, the saran wrap, wrap it, peanut butter, let them lick and go to town. So what I started doing, I go and walk the dogs at the shelter and then I would paint with them. And I noticed when I go live on Facebook, I'm going to try and raise awareness about these dogs. Hey, here's this dog. It's this breed. He's this year's old. It's available for adoption. And I'm painting with him today. Look, this dog has become an artist. He has created this masterpiece. Look how beautiful it is. And it started to gain this traction. And these dogs are getting adopted. And I started with cats now too. And it has just been so amazing to like the community really picked up on it here and was like, oh my God, look at these dogs are available for adoption. Let's get these dogs adopted. Let's do this. So yeah. And do they get to go home with their artwork? They do. (laughs) They get to take their painting home when they do get adapted. 
And I also did another tie back because I already donate a portion of my proceeds to the rescues because that's so near and dear. But anyone who it's kind of become full circle for me, if I go and paint with a dog, they take their painting home and then the, the new owner wants to get an Augie dog. I do give them a discount on their Augie dog too. That's and I really try nice. to, <laughs> I try to incorporate, um, the canvas that we painted together into their Augie dog as well. That's really special. There, then there's like a whole story. I mean, that's what makes, that's what, that's, I think what gets people like pet parents really talking about you and what you did. Cause everyone that comes over, I'm sure the new pet parents are just gushing. Like she took this painting, she put it into here. She did this and look at my dog and da, 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 da. So, I mean, it's really kind of genius. Yeah. It, it has been incredible. And you know, you'd think when you go and volunteer, you have less time. You're giving so much away. But I am so full. Every time I go to the shelter and paint with a dog and then they get adopted, it brings my heart so much joy. Your heart, you just become full. How can you not, how can you not love that? <laughs> well, and I think that, you know, I was, I was just talking to someone, um, I was on another podcast myself and they were like, how can people figure out what job they could do in the pet industry? And I was like, oh my God, well, I've interviewed so many people every possible little nook and cranny. You can work with pets doing anything. You can be an artist, designer, um, you know, all kinds of things. But I think people think too about, you know, volunteering at the shelter is just like walking the dogs or maybe brushing them or doing some little enrichment or something like that. But then to take like your own special skill set and apply it to that volunteer position, did you have to like ask special permission or how did you set it up with the rescue? Yeah. I basically was like, okay, so I, I tried this with my dog, Augie. She was the first one I experimented with. And I just said, Hey, you know, I want to, I want to try this with the dogs here and I want it to be a weekly thing. I want to come in and do this. And then I started, they, I, so yes, I did have to ask for permission, but they were more than willing to, they loved it. They enjoyed it. They of course shared it on their page and And, um, it went from there and then other rescues were like, Hey, can you come here and paint with us? (laughs) Can you come here and paint with us here? And we have this dog that has this amazing story. That's another thing too, with the rescues, the pets there have such amazing stories of the lives they've had and another tie back into it that it's just amazing to share those stories and to let people know and just love the babies. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's why we all do what we do is for the animals and to give them better lives. So um, now tell me about what, what are the parking lot parties yeah. that, that you get involved with? I mean, I love a good parking lot party, but if there's dogs there, I'm in. Um, so tell me, tell me a little bit about this. Yeah. So the parking lot party basically is like a cookout. You have food. You, it's a fundraiser. You bring an awareness to the rescue and of course, turned into an adoption event. Hey, these are the dogs that are available. Sometimes um, we, I set up and I do paint with the dogs there. People can bring their dogs in to paint with me with the donation to go to the rescues. I'm currently right now, um, I'm going to get sidetracked a little bit, Tori, but I want to let people know this is what we've kind of done. I've teamed up with a local photographer in the shelters and we're having a pet paints and portrait event where you come in. And you let your pet paint with me, and then you go and get your portrait taken of your pet and their painting, and all of the proceeds are going back to the rescue. 
That's awesome. So the people will, they get to leave with this painting that they've painted and then the photographer will send them like a digital A digital and a print. Yep. Oh, nice. What a good idea. And so that's another good example of partnering with other local people. So, you know, if someone is listening to this and they're like, I want to do something like that, but I just don't really know where to start. Um, maybe intimidated about reaching out to people. Like what kind of advice would you give to someone who, who would like to, who's just getting excited listening to this, but isn't sure what to do? I would just say, it doesn't hurt to ask. And if it's for the animals, we all love the animals. It's for the pets. It's hard for people to say no to that. And who doesn't want to get involved with that? We all love our pets. We all love the animals. (laughs) Just ask. That would be my advice. Just start asking. People are going to love it. Yeah. And I think that if you're asking for anything in life, whether it's, you know, wanting to do something like this or anything, if you lead with what, what it's going to do for them and how it's going to help someone or something, or like some kind of mission, it's a lot easier to get what you want (laughs) if you lead with how it's going to help others. So that's just like a lesson that you can apply to everything. Um, but especially with this, you know, partnering with local businesses, even, you know, these dog paintings with like the bag and the licking and all that, Mm -hmm. Anyone could do that. Like a a dog walker, you could partner with some kind of local event or local business. Like this is my pet peeve when you go to events and they're like, I I could ask all the time, would you like to come table at our event? And I'm like, these tables are so boring. It's just like papers. Maybe you hand out some treats. It's so boring. But what if you could do a painting at your table? That would be awesome. Yes. And I tell that too. And I, when, on my lives, when I'm, when I'm at the rescues and stuff, I'm like, you, anybody can do this guys. Not just me. I just, <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. So, so if you don't mind sharing, like what are the supplies that you need to do this? <laughs> you just need canvas paint, a Ziploc bag or Saran wrap. I choose Saran wrap cause I can get it on there. It seals better. And then I mm-hmm. tape off the back and that's in peanut butter. And if they don't like peanut butter, what? Wet food, wet food or yogurt, yogurt or anything. Yeah. Well, that sounds easy enough. Now I actually, believe it or not, I have not done these lick paintings, um, but it's very tempting. (laughs) I have all the paint right behind me. I could do it this afternoon. So we'll see. (laughs) Do it, do it. Maybe I will do it. And then I can, when this episode comes out, I can post our artwork. Yes. I would love to see it. We can have like some kind of virtual art show or something. Yeah. A virtual art party. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we have a virtual art party when this comes out? Um, And so if if you're listening to this right now, um, come over to Instagram where Nicole and I are going to post the details (laughs) of this thing we're only making up right now. Um, And everyone can do some lick, lick, couldn't we call them lick paintings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do a little lick painting virtual art party and it'll be a fundraiser. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, I love let's it. do it. Okay. So I'm already like so sidetracked, but tell us some more ideas because you have so many creative ideas about how to volunteer and give back. Um, you know, you also do, um, you know, kind of raffles and other adoption events and and other things. What are some other things that um, you want to kind of share with people? 
Sure. You know, I just, based on the industry, um, or not, I shouldn't say industry, your product, if it's a product, a pet product, um, if it's toys, maybe you could donate a percentage of your, your toys or donate your toys to the puppies at the shelter. If it's bandanas, um, have a bandana sale and each a dollar of each bandana is going to go here or collars or leashes. You know, you can really incorporate any product that it is for the pets. Or maybe you just feel like you just want to go and give all the dogs new collars or new bandanas at the shelter. Just go and do that and and give a donation. We did a toy drive here in Pittsburgh. We have a group of like the Pittsburgh dog moms of Instagram kind of thing. Um, And we, a couple years ago, pre-pandemic and everything, we did a big holiday event and photos with Santa and had a toy and supplies drive. I think it was mostly toys. And then on like Christmas Eve, we went to the local shelter and just went through and like tossed over into each bay of new toy and just like watched them play with. It was the sweetest, most wonderful thing. It was so great. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think like you said, with the collars and the bandanas and stuff, that's maybe something that they might not wear in the shelter, but you could say, you know, for every dog who's adopted, they get a new bandana or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Really great ideas. So, okay. So tell us, I always want to ask everyone about their dogs because, you know, you, you light up talking about charity, but everyone lights up when they talk about their dogs. So tell us more about Augie and how she came into your life. Yeah. So I actually rescued her at eight weeks old. She is, <laughs> she is my little mixed puppy. Her mom was lab and pit bull and her dad was Sharpay and she's nine years young. She's starting to get her frosty face. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with a nine-year-old dog. Burn and Lucy are nine too. I know. <laughs> yes. And uh, she'll be 10 in July. So um, she has just, she's my best friend. She's She's my, my black dog, my Augie dog. Her real name is August. Oh, her her full name is August. And how did you pick the name August? Because so the word August means loyal, forthright, honest, a good friend. And they say that a dog is your best friend. Yes. So I named her August. I never (laughs) knew that meaning. It's so interesting. Yeah. 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 Even though she was born in July. I know some some people call her, (laughs) some people call her September. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just call her June. Yeah. June. (laughs) (laughs) Just be one month off all the time. (laughs) Yes. I did actually adopt her in August though, but it had nothing to do with the month that she was born in or the month that I got her in. So, and is she your, um, like your first Oh, dog of your own? She, yes, she was my first dog of my own. She's been by my side. And actually, I can't forget, Tori, I just adopted a couple months ago another little dog. He came into my life. His name Wait, is I don't Wilson. know if I knew this. <laughs> You've probably seen him on camera. <laughs> I've probably seen, but you know, um, I see, I just follow I know. so many dogs. <laughs> so, so tell us about Wilson. I didn't know that you, I didn't really like, it didn't sink in that you had another dog now. Yes. Wilson is the mascot of Augie Dog. He is a year and a half old multi-poo. He's about six pounds and curly and full of love and just another great dog and a great addition has been wonderful for Augie too. Yeah. And so they're two very differently sized dogs. So how do they get along? 
they get along great. August is so good with little dogs. I mean, for, she's good with humans, kids and everything, but um, they are, she's so wonderful to him and he just loves having a little buddy to hang with. And he has helped her more than I would ever know. Having that second dog has just eased her so much in situations when we're walking, when we're in crowds, when we're here in the studio, this is a mixed building. There's lots of outside noise going on. It's, it's been wonderful. I never knew a second dog could benefit so much. (laughs) I love having two dogs. My, with my two, cause you know, I've had Bert for like two and a half years and I've had Lucy her whole life. And, um, she, Lucy has gotten a little bit de- like pr- protective and defensive about Bert when we're out walking. I don't think that she thinks that he can handle himself. And, <laughs> um, so if we're like walking on the trails or something and anyone's coming, approaching us, she just, she's like, Oh my God. I I need to defend the back. She's always got to be in front. Um, And so we're kind of working on that. That's a new, a new challenge. (laughs) Always, always working on it. (laughs) I know. I know. Um, So before we wrap it up here, I want to ask you, you know, I love asking people what their favorite tools and resources are in their businesses. And since your business is, um, you know, kind of unique than a lot of the people I talked to, I wanted to ask you, what are some of your favorite resources or tools or apps that you use to run your business? Sure. Um, as far as um, business side, I use all of Adobe. I love all of Adobe software's business side um, to keep me organized. I have an app called Todoist, right? I've heard of that. Everything in. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to a CRM, I use um, HubSpot. I almost blanked out there. I couldn't remember it. <laughs> um, but I love Pinterest. I love Pinterest is like so much inspiration for me and you can back that up a hundred percent. Yes. Pinterest is the greatest place. If anyone's not using Pinterest, get on there. Um, have you noticed, you know, getting traffic and stuff from there onto your site? So I actually do not promote a lot of <gasps> Pinterest, <laughs> but you have a really nice Pinterest account. I've looked at it before. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah, yeah. I I do not use it as much. I need to get into it more actively. I I know it's on the top of my my list, but I don't use it. I use it for inspiration and not so much as traction for my site. Well, um, I think you should. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Because I mean, your your business is so visual; it would just lead itself so or lend itself so well to Pinterest. I know it would. I know. I know all of these things. I just, it's on my list. It really is. I just need to pick my day and my time and when I'm going to fill in that Pinterest gap on my calendar. Yeah. Well, if I can, if you don't mind, if I, um, give you like a to to do, to add to your to-doist, um, don't think that you have to like do the whole Pinterest. You don't have to do all of Pinterest. You just have to make one pin, what make one pin at a time. And, you know, you don't have to do it all. It doesn't have to be like a hundred percent done. There's no such thing anyhow. Um, so just do like one at a time. I love that. Actually, I think the last time that we spoke, (laughs) I did one pin and that was the last time. It's probably the the last time I looked at your account and I was like, yeah, she's doing gangbusters on here. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. All right. Well, you're going to be doing some pinning. We're going to be planning a virtual art potty 
Um, but in the meantime, <laughs> tell everyone where they can, where they can find you about your website and on social media, where they can learn about our virtual art party that we're going to make up. Yes. So the website is augiedog.com. That's A-U-G-I dog.com. And, and people can go there to commission their own portraits. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, they can. And, um, my Instagram is all Augie dog art, A-U-G-I dog art. So that's where we'll be on Insta. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. This was a really fun conversation. Um, and I'm looking forward to partnering on some stuff together. Yes, me too, Tori. Thank you so much. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at Team Mystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.